Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Self-Love and Shadow Work Podcast. I am your host, Jackie Sharp, and I'm here with my friend Victoria from the Spiritual Healing Mama group and Paige. Hello, Victoria. Hello, Jackie. And I um, just want to say thank you for having me on the guest. I super appreciate it. Uh, and uh, can't wait to dig in and just get in with you and uh, all that you're doing here with your amazing podcast and page. I've uh, been greatly appreciating everything that you share and your little nuggets and just your gift. Um, I just want to say again, thank you for being on my page and uh, speaking to my ladies and the community that I've been growing. And uh, I truly appreciate everything that you've done within the group. Uh, you had an amazing hour. I truly love everything that you shared with uh, us and the ladies in the community. And uh, yeah, so thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me. It's always great to share those experiences, to get everybody out there. To It takes a village. It's a community, right? So tell us a little bit about yourself and your amazing community. So I started, actually, we're going to be almost a year. So excited. Um, I've been wanting to start a community um, for quite a bit now. So for any of those out there uh, on the fence, honestly, just do it. Because <laughs> I, I regret not starting it before. But, I mean, everything, you know, is in divine timing. I truly believe that. So this was the time for me to start it. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a year. I started it because... I've been on this spiritual journey for quite a quite a few years now, um, and I'm a mama, and you know I I don't come from obviously a perfect little family, and um, I don't have the vocabulary of your typical spiritual person. <laughs> um, so I'm like, what the hell? Like I need to do something where other people that are on this journey, or that would like to start this journey, um, to be able to connect. Um, you know, I, I don't use all these fluffy words and I mean, sometimes I do obviously, but a lot of times I like to drop F-bombs and, you know, other not spiritual words, I guess you would say, but, uh, for me, spirituality is just the awareness of yourself, of who you are and learning to accept, you know, the good and the bad with that. So I'm, I was hoping through this community, uh, you know, we can start allowing ourselves just to be and not to be ashamed and not to think that, oh, because you're not a certain way or you don't speak a certain way that you won't be able to embark on this healing journey. Um, I feel like a lot of people that are limiting people is what's going to make, it's not going to help our community or other women and males, um, you know, grow in, go into their own healing because they believe that they have to be a certain way. Um, these are blocks that, uh, you know, we have psyops. We have people, you know, like the Matrix, we've got agents out there playing playing uh, both sides of uh, the story. So, yes, we're going to have a lot of spiritual people saying that this is it's this way, um, but there is no way. Uh, that is the journey. You have your own the only way is whatever fits with your own spirit. So I'm hoping through my community that we are going to be able to get more ladies, more mamas. It doesn't have to be specifically moms, you know, obviously. Um, just to, to start their journey, period. Just to go within. Because 
ultimately that's that's what um, what we have to do is just to go within with ourselves. Yeah, you know, it's great to have these tools and people and other ladies to help you on this community, but ultimately the only answers that we have are within. Uh, so just building that tribe, you know, that support. We do need support, you know. Um, sometimes we let ego take control and get in, we get in our own heads. And, you know, just to have that little reminder of like, no, like it's okay, you know, and just catching yourselves. Learning to catch ourselves is key, of course, before you go into that spiral. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping that through my community, it helps and encourages other ladies to continue, no matter where you are. You know, it can take you a couple, like many, many years to get to a place where you just feel comfortable with yourself. Uh, but that's part of the journey. We have to go through, uh, you know, shit through the dirt <laughs> in order to find the light. Uh, you know, just like the lotus. That's why I don't know. You know, a lot of people see like the, that lotus says you literally have to go through shit through that darkness in order for you to find that light within as cliche as I, I hate saying it sometimes just like uh, you, you really have to go through that, that dirt, that pile of, of mud in order for us to find our inner light and um, nothing, no excuse is a bad experience everything, everything is the way it should be to help you to get to yourself um, so I like to share as much as I can um, through my own experiences and my own stories just so others can see like, yes, I, you know, just like I have things going on, um, I can, I, I'm still going through this stuff. I'm still, um, I have, that's why we, you know, it's great to have practices in place because when you do go through that that uh, deep end you can still pull yourself out it's not about avoiding that's another thing um i feel like the community the spiritual community sometimes is trying to like just love and light love and light and um you know it's about duality you have to learn how to live in the darkness too and how to um, maneuver it within it um it's not so much avoiding because then you're not being aware um, you know that's if anything for me personally like spirituality is awareness so if you're avoiding and trying to push away those you know those that anger or that sadness that goes against what this whole journey is about yeah. it's learning how to understand it and get through it so you can find the love and the light within this beautiful you know um, earth this, this physical reality that we're in right now because uh, you know there's way more to that <laughs> than just just the physical part yeah for sure <laughs> but once we can you know tap into that physical part you know then we can start uh jumping out of it too which is just another another conversation as well <laughs> all of these mini conversations all wrapped up into one but uh no you know you're completely right i i agree with you 100 percent uh I, I like the darkness. The darkness is my best friend. Um, <laughs> for a long time, I, I allowed it to be all of me. I allowed it to be, uh, you know, to I rejected it. I didn't want to be in there, but yet I was in there because I was rejecting it. So it was very much that, that balance, uh, imbalance rather, in the darkness. And now that I do this work, now that I'm like, yes, shadow work, shadow work, all of it. Let's go. Let's, let's lead the way through the shadows. 
I love it in there. It's, it's not dark when you're in there, when you're understanding of it, when you see it for what it is, when you're like, yes, this is all lessons and I'm feeling this way for a reason. I got to explore that. I got to go in there, uh, <laughs> push through the fear. It's like that fear blocks us from going in there. The fear in the first place blocks us from really getting in and seeing everything. So once you push through the fear and you see it, it's not as dark as, as you perceive it to be on that side of fear, on the bad side of fear, on the uh, side of fear. Uh, <laughs> but once you're in it, once you're really in it, then you're like, yeah, I get it. And it's, it's interesting, too, because um, I've done a lot of journeying into the shadow realms and the 5D. And when I go in there, it's never like this pure black entity. There's, there's gray in there. And the gray, I was just saying this in another podcast, the gray is the color we should be. That's our organic color. There's no white light and, you know, just black darkness. We're supposed to be gray. We're supposed to be both. We're supposed to have that duality about all of us. And it's just like we align with either one or the other, but that's not intended. It's supposed to be both. We're supposed to see both uh, for, for exactly what they are. It's so interesting. I like that that toxic positivity, the love and light community within uh, the spiritual realm, because it, it really feeds the toxicity just as much as the darkness feeds the toxicity uh, too much in the darkness feeds the toxicity. So when do you find the balance? How do you find the balance within our, uh, the spiritual community even? That's where practices, I feel, come in, uh, in place. Um, I know a lot of people say meditation, meditation, and, you know, a lot of times, that's another thing, actually, I would like to talk about. Meditation is not so much uh, pushing away the thoughts. Uh, a lot of people don't want to meditate because they think that they have to shut off their 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 mind and it's not about shutting off your mind it's about bringing yourself into the present moment so catching yourself when you drift off into the thoughts and bringing yourself back and re realizing oh i'm you know my my ego is taking over because all those thought all those stories is your ego so every single time you drift off and when you catch yourself and you bring yourself back into no i'm gonna breathe i'm gonna go come back to my breath i love uh incorporating obviously the breath work Looking the meditation, not so much shutting off your brain. Just focus on your breath. The deeper you go in within your breath, the better it is for your body in general. Just um, it releases so many um, uh, chemicals in your brain that actually helps your body and yourself to become present. Uh, so I always love just because it brings you at times it's based on our our thought process that we have from our past. So our environment creates our thought process. Like a lot of times, you know, um, our thoughts aren't even our thoughts. It's based on the, the where we grew up. It's our environment that has programmed us to think these things for us. It's on autopilot. So once you start understanding that these thoughts aren't even yours to begin with, it's just a program that has been implemented since you were pretty much born, um, you know, even the school system, you know, from the beginning, you have to line up, you have to wait your turn, uh, hold up your hand and don't ask questions and just listen to what we're saying and this is the way and don't question it. Um, that right there is already programming us to feel like, oh my God, if I question, then maybe I'm not going to belong. So I kind of touched this. Uh, I did a live yesterday um, just because I had 
a friend that always talked about belonging and how she felt like that was a big thing about belonging and belonging. But the way she spoke about it was belonging within like your community, with your friends, with, uh, you know, the school system or the, the uh, just the system that we're in on earth period. Um, and I was just like, that never connected with me when something doesn't connect with you that's when you really need to go and do the work and try to figure out why your soul, your spirit doesn't connect to it. Um, you know, we have to ask more questions. We can't just, uh, I know the school system has programmed us not to, but honestly, like when your heart is just saying, no, it just doesn't feel right. Like that's the time to go and like journal, write it out, ask yourself through journal. Why? Why does this not connect to me? And trust me, like eventually it will just come out. Your body will just take over and <laughs> you will start answering those questions for you. But um, the whole belonging is not so much belonging. Uh, I feel like the system knew that we, we search for that, that feeling, but it, it's not so much with, within the it's not for us to belong to a community or a tribe or a team or a group, you know, like that's what the school system has made us believe that, you know, if we're not a part of this group, then we're nobody, you know, the popular group or, you know, a sports team or, oh, I didn't get into the band or the arts class or whatever it is, but that they've been making us believe that we have to belong to something outside of us and it's not about belonging to something outside of us but belonging to ourselves they've stripped all of that belonging to ourselves away that we are now confused and we think oh if i don't follow these rules or if i don't address a certain way or if i don't look a certain way that then i don't i'm not important or i'm not enough and that's where they start, you know, from the get-go, from when we're little, we're thinking like we're not enough. And then, you know, unfortunately, a lot of us come from broken homes. So if your parents are not giving you the attention, they're just reassuring. They're just uh, unfortunately helping the system along to make you feel like, oh, my God, I don't even belong at home now. So I have to do something at school to belong, to feel like I belong. Um so a lot of times with my kids, I try to get them to sit on their own and, you know, because I do see that the, them trying to wanting to feel like they, they belong somewhere and, you know, getting our attention. And it's just um, getting them to sit with themselves and just being with themselves um, is, I hope, will help them so they're not chasing uh, that feeling. Um, that's what we're all, we're pretty much all just chasing that feeling of wanting to feel belong and meditation when you start going deeper into your meditation and with the breath work, you actually do start feeling the source within. I mean, I don't know um, anyone else, but like personally, like I hit some energy within me a few times now that it's just put me out. I literally cannot move. I can't do anything. And I just felt the explosion within my like core. Um, and it took over my body and, um, you know, it even like made me have an orgasm. I'm going to go there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it was just like, honestly, that's when I realized like, what the hell? Like, this is uh, my own power that I carry within myself. And I'm like, why are we so 
so worried about what other people think? Why are we so worried about if this person likes me or that person doesn't like me or why doesn't that person like me? Even though you probably don't even like this person. A lot of times I feel like people are so worried about people that don't like them when you don't even like the person. So it's like, why do you care? <laughs> you know, and yeah. it's just like, if we meditate more, like you are just going with you. You're looking for yourself ultimately. And um, like I said, it's not about the thoughts. Uh, it's not about pushing the thoughts. It's literally just being able to sit there with yourself. Um, learning to just sit there with you and trying to trying to get to that one voice because um, you know we have multiple we have so like egos has so many faces um, you have you know the bad ones you have the good ones the ones that tells you you're freaking you're the you're the baddest bitch you don't need anybody you know <laughs> like um, sometimes we can you know and it's about like I get uh, balance is learning how to uh, be in the in between so obviously if you're you're too far to the other side where you don't feel like you need anyone you're too you're in your pride um that's something um you need to go in and journal and work through and see why why am i being so uh extreme with like feeling on top of the world not that you can't you're not you shouldn't feel on top of the world but um it's about being humble still being on top of the world but being humble um, you know, and then you can go too far to the other side where just you're just constantly beating yourself. You know, we don't even realize our self talk. Our self talk is constant. Like we have like six over sixty thousand thoughts per minute, or whatever. <laughs> um, and it's like, how are you supposed to? But a lot of those thoughts aren't even are a lot of repeating thoughts. They're not even like a bunch of thoughts. You know, it's a lot of repeating thoughts, and not, it happens to be a lot of negative repeating thoughts. Yeah. Um, because you you up in an environment or the school you know the school I think maybe that's why like the school system I pulled my kids out with COVID and uh, I noticed a big difference with my my oldest Um, that's why I just obviously school ended but then I I just I just kept them home because I noticed a huge difference like the confidence in my child my oldest especially like she had a lot of anxiety and she's such a young kid like why do you have so much anxiety you know and it's like we don't even realize like the school system is just like um, grooming our children to be like mentally ill I feel um, just the constant pressure it's not even the learning anymore it's not it's like why are, what are they really learning if they're on constantly anxious or depressed because they don't feel enough um mm-hmm. you know so um I kept my child my well my son as well home and they're now more uh, and coming to Costa Rica has been another you know just another venture on its own and mm-hmm. they're learning like the culture here the different animals out here like we're we're always out and about we're always in nature we always go for walks and a lot of people are like, well, what are you doing for school? I'm like, well, that's school on its own. Like, you know, life yeah. is school, period. Um, you don't have to be in a room. You don't have to be at a desk for you to be learning. Yeah. Um, you learn better when you're looking for answers. Um, so my kids are constantly asking me questions. <laughs> I have four of them. Well, the third, the last one isn't, <laughs> isn't there yet, but... I have three kids that are always asking questions. They're always wanting to learn something. Um, and it's not just like with nature, you know, we, we do cooking. My love, my children love to bake. My oldest, especially my, my, my husband, <laughs> he's like very, very hands-on. Um, he 
books and makes with them. And like, that's math, you know? And then when we go out for shopping, we make sure we're always constantly interacting with our children. So that's another thing, like, you know, uh, unfortunately the, the workforce doesn't allow us parents to be connected with our children because we're exhausted. Uh, we're working all day and stressing about bills and now with COVID and it's just like, we're not even connecting with our own children. So yes, maybe in a, if you're a person that's always working and um, stressing, then of course you're, you're going to look at it like, I can't teach my children. But honestly, just being there and connecting with your kids, they're constantly learning. Uh, they're constantly watching us and how we handle our situations and how we handle, um, you know, just life. And they are repeating those things. Like a lot of people, I, you know, I've talked to a lot of, uh, moms that don't read like that are just stressed out and just like just take a breather like just yeah. relax like be with your children like my kids are always like mom you can't just breathe everything away and then they do the breath work and they're like okay I feel better now I'm like yeah you can breathe everything away actually that's right. <laughs> um, so that's like a, my, my that's a big one for me is the breathing honestly and like holding it in like five deep breaths um, I don't know if you guys heard of or if you've heard of Mal Robin <laughs> Mel Robbins. Yeah. She does the five, four, three, two, one countdown, which is a nice one um, as well. And I, she says she's had a lot of success with that. But for me personally, like my brain is too much that I do five, four, three, two, one. And then my brain's like, oh, I'm just like, okay, that doesn't work. So the one I started doing is the breath work, deep breath in and actually hold it. So I have, there's no counting. There's just holding my breath. Then I let it go. Do it again. Hold my breath. Then I let it go. I hold it as much as I can, as long as I can. And then I let it go. And I do that five times. And now my body has regulated. Um, I can't do five, four, three, two, one. It doesn't regulate with five, four, three, two, one. Um, Cause that's what she does is five, four, three, two, one. So for me is I do five deep breaths hold it as much as I can, as long as I can, let it go, and then do that five times. Now my brain has no choice but to shut the hell up, mm -hmm. uh, because I didn't give it that, that space for it to just take control. Um, so I started doing that with my children, and they actually like, oh, yeah, I do feel better now. And, um, so, you know, I would suggest if you're someone that, like, your brain is constantly just going, um, try the five, the, the five uh, whole breaths. Um, that just the holding the, I forgot the name now, but it releases a chemical in your brain that actually your whole entire body just shifts. So it's not even, it's not even just stopping the thought anymore, but it's actually releasing chemicals in your body that is actually just fully relaxing you now. That's cool. So it's a, it's a double panic for me at least. <laughs> and you do feel it. You literally feel like your body just like shift. Like I feel like the vibe, the little, the little tickliness, and um, it's just been an amazing uh, newer tool that I've been using. Just because, like I said, my brain is a lot. I uh, so for any of you guys, I, I know we have. There's a lot of us. I feel like it's uh, those who are very intuitive are the ones that have a wild brain. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Perhaps it's all the energy that we're just picking up. You know, like. Um, that's what I'm so I've actually tapped into my mediumship early oh, maybe almost a year now too and um, I never realized
realize that a lot of my thoughts also aren't, so it's not even just not yours um, because of your environment, but also it's not even yours because of the people around. Um, you have so many ener- uh, people flowing around you and just spirit that sometimes they get into your own head. <laughs> they, yeah. They're the ones saying things to you and you just like, what the hell's going on, right? Um, so that's uh, actually something that I've been working on because I know that there's a lot of us out there that don't even realize that we're actually being tapped into. Um, I'm one of those. I didn't realize that I was actually being tapped into. And a lot of times that's why I had um, a lot of great um, advice. <laughs> I thought it was, oh, it's great advice. I'm just giving you good advice. That's all. But actually, no, it's, um, it was someone tapping into me. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, oh my God, like, wow, this is pretty amazing that I've been doing this and I didn't even know. <laughs> um, so uh, learning how to do, how to, uh, to maneuver through the thoughts, you know, because there's so many thoughts that go through us, um, especially if you did come through trauma, uh, go through trauma. So um, that, I'm hoping to create a program where I will be able to help others that have already started the healing process, um, but are now in a place where they're just having a little, that just need a little bit of more guidance about how to interact or how to uh, differentiate, oh, I can't even say the word, differentiate. <laughs> Differentiates, yeah. <laughs> See, this is why I want to be up here because I'm not great with words. Um, I, I, my, my tongue, my mouth gets tied a lot, and you know that's a lot of uh, that's a big part of my uh, me not wanting to push myself out there because I'm like, oh my god, I need to sound and speak yeah. just right, or else people are gonna come and attack me, and I'm just like, you know what? Who cares? Like, when you have a message and you have something to share and it's freaking deep and profound and you know it's going to help another soul, just put yourself out there. Like, I'm just so sick and tired of, because this is just the ego telling me, oh, we're going to listen because you don't sound this way. And it's just like, who cares? Honestly, we're in a place in our time, in in our lives now that, you know, I feel like, um, I know COVID was a big, you know, bad thing for a lot and I'm not saying it is. But there's so much greatness that came through COVID. Um, for me personally, it made me really push myself out of the box. All the all this fear, it brought so much fear into me that I'm just like, why the hell am I afraid? Like, what am what am I afraid of? Uh, I'm at the end of the day. Tomorrow is a promise, you know. Like even just with COVID now, like people are. I, I know there's a lot of people that are afraid of it, but I want you to sit there and and you know ask yourself like, what are you really afraid of? Because tomorrow isn't promised. I mean, the next hour isn't promised, you know. So why is it COVID now the only thing that makes you so fearful of living? We are not promised nothing. We are literally only promised this every moment. Uh, you know, I love Wayne Dyer. He's, uh, uh, I don't know if uh, you're, you've heard of him, but Wayne Dyer is another person. Is it's, uh, He is an amazing teacher. He talks about, you know, the power of being present, the power of even I am, you know, like whatever you follows up with I am. But more importantly, sorry, is the being present part, you know, like we only have this moment. The more we realize that this is the only moment we have, that we don't, we are able to shut off those thoughts that are telling you you're not good enough or you, you 
got to do this or you got to do that or why aren't you doing this or why aren't you where you want to be? You know, like we have dreams, um, you know, vision board. That's another one. I touched a little bit on that uh, on my live yesterday too. Like a lot of people post vision boards and I'm not saying it's a, it's a bad thing. I, I love vision boards. I started off doing vision boards when I started my journey over uh, 10 years ago. And, um, but then I started like, feeling down about myself I started getting into that that whole like oh well you know four months went by and I don't have any of that shit yeah <laughs> I don't have one of those things like what am I doing with myself you know and then you go into that whole like oh my god I'm not like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to and like ego would just take over and like I felt like it was just if anything it wasn't even help it wasn't a tool to help me personally but it was a tool to help my ego to bash me and put me down deeper into the hole that I was already in. So um I just writing is a big one. Honestly, writing is beautiful. Um vision boards, maybe maybe because I don't know, just for me it just wasn't really uh working. Like I love feeling all the good feels in the moment time thing I think is a good thing just because it's just ramps you up it gets you in that feeling of the things that you could have because you can have all the things that you desire um but the goals like even the goals sometimes you know you can get wrapped into that as well like like I said it's about balance you know so when you know that um it's something that's not going to really help you um try to find those tools you know do all the tools practice all the practices everything that and you will like the whole practice, the whole you know spiritual journey is the is finding your own practice uh, you know finding what works for you what aligns with you what feels right with you um, coming back to you know that being uh, that feeling again of, if something doesn't feel right for you then it's okay don't continue it it doesn't mean it's just it doesn't work uh, you know don't get into that oh it's bullshit it doesn't work what works for you may not work for the next person, you know, um, I think it's a beautiful tool, um, to get you into that field, but you know, it comes down to your intentions as well. Intentions is like the sauce. Um, if you're not aligned with your intentions of why you want those things, um, I think that's, you know what, maybe that's why at the time when I started doing vision boards, my intentions was, I just wanted to be free. I just didn't want to think about things, you know? So, my intention wasn't like fully there with the things that I was, I wanted or I was envisioning. Um, because it's at the end of the day, these things are just objects, you know, maybe mm-hmm. you're, you're doing vision boards that align with the feelings that you want. Then yeah, I'm sure that was going to help. So for me, that's why it didn't work. <laughs> but, um, I've been wanting to start it, uh, do another one just to see how it will work this time. Um, but the writing, I feel the writing is more, more intense just because you know we are energy we are a ball of energy and with that we need to learn how to recharge and discharge our battery which is our our body our human vessel our soul um you know the soul is just literally the source that keeps this this beautiful body going Mm -hmm. um so learning how to charge and discharge the emotions which is black and white yeah. Like you said, we're trying to look for the gray, um, but, you know, our physical um, experience here on earth is black and white. Yeah. So we, as the battery, have to find out how to, uh, how to mix that beautiful 
black and white and become gray. So a lot of people are looking for happiness and it's not about hap- with happiness comes sadness, you know, that's the, that's the black and white. Um, so if you're always just looking for happiness, be prepared to get sadness with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're looking for peace, peace is the gray. Peace is where we want to try to aim for. Are you at peace? Whether it's good or bad, but are you at peace? Yeah. If you can find the peace within the, bat, the dark, and if you can find, you know, I mean, happy is happy, obviously, but too much happiness isn't good either. Like, because now it's, uh, it's, it's now you're, now there's an expectation. If you're someone that's always laughing and smiling all the time and you have a bad day, now all these people are having this expectation of you. Now you're going to get in your head. Mm-hmm. Because now you're like, oh, you're, you could even get in your head. Because maybe you are having a bad day, but you're so used to showing up in your community, being this happy and smiley person, that now now that expectation of how you show up is always happy. And that can, that can you know, cause issues too. Because yeah. you're like, oh my God, I can't show up not happy. Like, this is what they expected, you know? So, like I say, at the end of the day, always follow that. Your, your own intuition and just be who you are supposed to be in the moment. Just be whoever, whatever shows up in that moment. Just be okay that, you know what? Okay. I'm not feeling, I'm feeling this way because of X, Y, and Z and go journal it out. Journaling is the, is the physical action of releasing that negative energy. So recharging, discharging, right? Remember, you're going to have energy coming into your body from people outside of you. So your environment is, is key to making sure that you're keeping your environment at a peace. Um, you know, if that's if it's people that are, are giving you that negative energy, then maybe it's time to cut certain people out. You know, people are so afraid of like, oh, I don't want to cut, you know, my mom out because she's very like negative, but she's my mom and then or my dad. And it's just like this guilt trip, like stop the, the shame and the guilt, like the learning um, to move that feeling out of your body will be helpful and understanding that, you know what, sometimes, you know, family or not, you have to just cut or distance some people out. For your own well-being at the end of the day we have to make sure that we are being taken care of especially if you're a mom um if you don't take care of you first if you're constantly making sure that your kids and your husband are okay you're gonna end up drowning and your kids are definitely not gonna be okay and your husband's definitely not gonna he's gonna start maybe trying to blame you that maybe the relationship isn't working you know um because you're not 100 percent there uh, but at the end of the day, the only person in charge or uh, should th- that should be making sure that you have those practices for yourself and those boundaries are you. You know, um, you can't blame anyone else. We would like to, of course, you would love to say, no, it's not your fault. <laughs> but once you start, stop doing that, the freaking power that you have is fucking like, you just can't. Sorry. <laughs> like there's no denying that. Like you you know, like once you realize shit, like I have the full control of the way I feel. No one can make me feel nothing but me. And of course your thoughts. So once you have that awareness of your thoughts, boom, that's you know, there you go. Now we can start we can start changing that. We can yeah. start changing those patterns, you know. Um, so the more you sit with yourself and 
So what I like to do, um, I know people uh, sometimes think it's about shutting off your brain. So if in the beginning when you're meditating and if you have these thoughts, look at the thoughts, like sit them with your thoughts and be like, yo, what the and have a conversation with your thoughts. I'm sorry. I'm going to sit there and tell you, have a conversation with your thoughts. Yes. yes. Talk to the freaking voices, man. Ask them voices, those questions. Why am I not good enough? Watch how quickly that ego shuts the hell up. Why am I not able to do this? Why am I not like all the, question your ego, question those thoughts and holy hell, like that's such a huge, that was a big game changer for me because, you know, it's so easy for us to be the victim, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. you know, for me, for me, you know, I, I was one of those, um, you know, just a little bit background of myself. Like I come, I, I, I have a lot of, uh, trauma in my life that I've gone through and I don't tell my story anymore to, for the, like before I used to tell my story because like, Oh my God, like, Oh, I can't believe that person. Like I went through all of that, you know, like I would tell people and like their reactions, like, wow, like you went through all of that. And I'm just like, I know, you know, and now I'm just like, no, I went through all this, but I did something with it. Yeah. You know, I got ahead with it. Um, so I want to tell you my story so you can get, so you can look at your own story and say, you know what? I can get through this. I can, you know, I'm already here standing. You already went through it. You already survived your story. You're mm-hmm. here standing. Your eyes open this morning. You're breathing. So why are we still telling ourselves these stories that, oh, I went through this. Yes, you went through this. But guess what? You're still standing. The reason why you went through that is so you could be standing here right now in this moment. Um, so now what can we do with that feeling? What can we do? And, you know, sharing your story is enough. Um, yeah. Sometimes people think it is uh, like, what am I supposed to do? Do I have to do this, you know, a program? Do I have to, uh, you know, start a business or whatever it is? Like sometimes just telling your story is enough because there's so many out there. We all have trauma. We all have our stories um, and we get stuck in our stories. You know, uh, I'm not going to say we don't. We do. We do. hundred percent. I have several stories, you know. Um, so a little bit about my stories. I was being groomed by my stepfather from the age of five to 12. Um, he was sexually abusing me. Um, he was physically, he physically abused me a couple of times. And, but more than anything, like the emotional part, he was very emotionally. And, and that's where the grooming is. Um, I didn't realize at the time that's what he was doing. Um, for me, I was just, I was just being abused, but he was grooming me. Um, and when I finally got the courage to say no more, um, I went, I was 12 and I went into that, you know, like I could have stopped this, you know, as a child, as a child, you you can't stop unfortunately anything that's being presented to you. So if you did go through anything as a child, I just want you guys to know that it's not your fault. You had no say whatsoever with what circumstances that you were going through at the time, whether it's an abusive father, mother, it could be drugs. Um, you know, physical, emotional, you know, there's a lot of narcissism within parents, uh, the, the mind, the manipulation of, you know, mind, mind, to say, mind fucking you, trying to make you like, feel like just because you're a ch- their child that they're allowed to do whatever they want with you. Um, you know, we have, there's amazing parents that don't even realize that they're manipulating their children by putting in them in sports and things and you know, like a lot of time, like I knew a lot of parents that were just so about like having their kid, you know, I'm going to have a boy so he can be in hockey. And now that kid's in hockey and, you know, it's like, 
you're they're living through their own children and they're like oh well i didn't have this and they get to have all of this i wanted this i'm like yeah, but that's you <laughs> like yeah. that's you that wanted that that's not your child, not child. especially exactly. with like certain yeah it's certain things you know they put them at the age of four or three of course it's exciting for the child they're a kid but now they have to continue for like how many years and i know friends that I grew up with that went through all that and now they they do nothing they're lost in their own mind because they've spent all their childhood living for their parents making sure that their parents were happy with what they were doing whether it's you know straight A's um you know like I said sports um and that 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 uh, parent don't even realize that they that their child went through something that you know that they that they didn't even want to go through right like and, mm. and then they grow up and they have this resentment and they don't re they don't realize why you know why my child resents me like i gave them everything i did mm. everything for them um being here in costa rica has been like a very big eye opener for me um just with my own family because obviously every family has their their stories and their secrets and uh my grandmother like my my aunts and my mom and my uncle have one uncle and like they're going they have their stuff and I see how my my grandma reacts and I, I honestly it hurts my heart because like she did give her give them their all my grandma grew up very very poor she literally had two dresses two underwears and two pairs of socks growing up she had to go work at the age of 11 um, for another lady and help her raise their children and had to um she helped them so the, the person that she worked for made dresses so she like you know she got she's very thankful for it obviously that's you know you cope your own way so for her it's like whatever i had to do what i had to do but she never got a childhood um, so even now like we buy her like little dolls and stuff and she's so poor and just watching her um be so happy with the little doll and it's just like it reminds like, it reminds me of like you know Yes, I had my bad in my past, but my mom also did everything that she could to provide for me. Um, so going back to my story, this is how I've been, my, me and my mom had a lot of things uh, growing up. Um, so at 12, I did try to take my life. And this is where I guess you could have, I, I probably had my first real awakening of uh, the spirit world about spirituality. Um, I took 20 pills and I was out for like the whole night, pretty much the whole entire day, almost 24 hours. Um, and I saw a woman, uh, which I believe is my higher self, come to me um, because my spirit left my body. So I pretty much, I'm pretty sure I died. You know, this is the feeling that I have because I saw my body just laying there. And she told me, no, my, my little brother was just too, I, so my mom had, this is what gave me the strength is that my mom ended up having a child with the, my stepfather and I know I needed to break, break free of this, um, because for him more than more importantly, like, um, I, I have a little brother coming and like, I need to protect him. Like he was the person that saved my life. He gave me the strength that I needed to break free from this abuse. Um, and just like my mind as well, because, when she told me, like, you have this little boy that needs you, like, who's he gonna, who's he gonna have? Like, 
he needs a sister. That's not fair to him. He needs to have a sister, a big sister, because, you know, your mom is not there. So who's going to protect him? And my heart was just like, oh, my God, I need to get back into my body. And, like, I literally, like, the feeling when I finally got back into my body, I was like, oh, I, like, I, could, I just remember trying so hard to fight to get my body to, to get up, to wake up. She told me, like, this is not for you. Like, in due time, like, you're going to see that there's more, there's more to come for you. Like, you know, and uh, at the time, obviously, I was 12. And I'm just like, okay, well, right now, I'm just going to focus on my little brother. I'm here to help protect my little brother. Because you're right. Who's going to protect my little brother? My mom isn't all there. So I need to be that person. So I went back into my body. And unfortunately, two years later, my mom ended up with a new uh, new person that was physically abusive. So now I'm like waiting. So she ended up losing my, my youngest brother. My older brother got kicked out because of defending her. Police were called. So I was with my mom until I was 16. My first boyfriend was at 14. And everything, you know, you always say, I'm not going to be like my mom or I'm not going to be like whoever, X, Y, and Z. And you end up in that relationship again. Yeah. You end up finding that relationship. <clears throat> so my first boyfriend ended up being physically and mentally abusive. Um, he wasn't physical until like the first, after two years. Um, but this, now that I look back, I'm like, the signs were there. Um, but when you're so lost, you know, and I just, I just want other women that are, I do get into, you know, physical, uh, abusive, relationship, domestic abusive relationships. Uh, you know, even that, you know, when you get into it, it's it's still not your fault. It's still not your fault that you found someone like that. Um, but it is, uh, and it is, um, how do you say it, like an eye opener for you to realize, okay, I'm here. It's not my fault. But if I stay here, then it is. And we got to work on ourselves because it does take seven to eight times for you to leave that relationship. And that's fine. So what can we do in the moment, right? Let's stick in the moment. What can we be do? To, what can I do today to prepare me so I'm able to leave tomorrow, Right? It's not about feeling like it's not about staying there or being now feeling guilty because you're there or it's not your fault if someone physically hurts you but it's you you have to make sure that you're working on you so you have enough strength to leave tomorrow if it's not tomorrow let's try again and it could be the next day and it could put as long as you're doing the daily things to help yourself increase that strength within so this is where meditation is is beautiful because eventually you will start feeling that energy within you that you're just going to say you're just going to be like wow like if i have this energy inside me no one can touch you um you know um even with mediumship that's what gave me the strength to go into it because evil only looks for fear yeah. People only attracts fear. Um, so when you start having that strength within yourself, you're going to watch it. You're not going to be attracting these people, these evil people. Um, so when you start working on yourself mentally, physically, you're not going to put up with this shit. 
you're going to be like, what the hell am I doing here with this freaking asshole? He's nobody. He's nothing. I have all the power. And that's when you're going to be able to say, you know what? No more. I'm done with this. Thank you. Thank you for the lessons. Thank you for making me go within to work at myself so I can now say no to you. Yeah. Um, you know, my first boyfriend, like I said, like, I don't hate him. I don't even hate my, my stepfather. I have no hate for him. I feel sorry for them. But I feel like that's where forgiveness will come because now you know that you have the power. Being being upset with them is giving is still allowing them to have your power. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, so we have to remind ourselves that at the end of the day, no one can make you feel the way you want to make you feel the way you want to feel unless you allow them to. No one can um, keep hurting you unless you allow them to. So it's not about getting into the guilt and shame of, oh my God, why did I do this? Why did I allow them? Because that's still ego. Um, ego is always going to make you try to feel small. Um, just remind, just remember that it's not your fault because it's your childhood that, uh, that gave you the permission to stay where you stayed. Um, if you come from a, you know, a home where your parents, maybe they didn't beat each other, but they didn't have the greatest communication, you know? So I, I, I've talked to people like, well, I never had like, you know, abuse like that. And it, and it doesn't have to be like that. It could just be the way that the, they communicate. The, the, if there's respect in that family household. It could also be, you know, your friends. If they ever, maybe you were super nice and eventually, you know, friends started taking advantage of you. That's, that starts to wear on people. So realizing, you know, um, that's where writing comes in place because then you can start asking these questions yourself and then you can start pinpointing where it started. And now with this awareness, and this is why spirituality is an amazing thing because it's, it's the awareness acknowledging and acknowledging oh this is why i behave this way now you can say fuck that i'm not doing this no more this this does not serve me this is bullshit and i'm not going to do it anymore the awareness is where the you know where you're going to be able to start changing these habits and of course it's not going to be freaking overnight uh that's why you have to have these practices and try to do your practices every day um, this is self-care. This is self-love. Uh, reminding yourself that you are worthy to just sit there and be with yourself. Um, whether it's in the darkness or whether it's in the light. And then try to bring those two together and find that medium. And just being at peace with, you know what? Yes, this happened to me. I have this awareness now. Because with every, with every darkness, there's a lesson. Um, unfortunately, there's a lot of lessons in the dark.
having control of like, okay, well, if I don't want to live this way, I mean, of course, if you're happy being the way you are, then by all means, stay there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm not telling you you have to change. Yes. <laughs> that is, uh, that's your choice. Uh, but if you are someone that you're just over it and you want to have a change, then acknowledging it, understanding it, and saying like, I don't need to be this way anymore is what's going to help you jump um and you're going to start jump, jumping like dimensions frequencies frequencies you know think of, think of your life as a frequency everyone uh that's what we're all like the source you know we all at the end of the day you know there's so many things out there right now in the spiritual world with like now aliens are coming in place and now we have different species and you're on you know i'm a i'm a star seed from I'm a Pleiadian or a Praetorian. I don't even know if I'm saying them right. But like I was, you know, I, I look into everything for this reason because um, all these trends is just a distraction. Yeah. For your from yourself. <clears throat> just like our color, just like where we're from, you know. Um, I'm Spanish. You're you're now now we have uh, Spanish like Hispanic, I guess, because, you know, Spanish are people from Spain, and then we have people from Mexico that speak their their own lingo. So these are this new this new trend of aliens. And, oh, I just want you to come and save me. Well, you know, just like the Bible, they wanted God to come and save them. Now we have aliens to come and save you, right? Um, you gotta you got to look at the bigger picture and try to figure out, like, okay, wait a second. Is this a good thing for me or is it a bad thing? It's just another trap, you know? Everything that's put out there is to keep you from going within so if it's something trending i always if it's something that starts trending i always uh i look deeper within and i go sit my, with myself um because it's not that i didn't believe i, I believe in you know et obviously how can we be the only people but i don't believe that they're coming to save us um, yeah. i believe that we're all here <laughs> the only person that's going to save us is you ultimately that's right the only person that's going to save you is you and the more you start realizing that and start connecting with that thought, shit's about to get to move. Shit's about to happen because now you're not depending on anyone. You're not telling yourself any story because it's all on you. It's all up to you. And uh, the more we work on increasing that source, that power in our bodies, and you start tapping into that energy, uh, we can start moving that energy in within our bodies and actually so this is where like you know the whole battery your vessel is a battery we can start bringing in that light in our bodies and increasing that um, through meditation so that's like a whole nother level of uh, deeper meditation that you can practice once you start learning how to deal with the voices first right Um, we all gotta start somewhere so eventually you do get better at shutting the voices out because those voices will have no answers for you once you start questioning them um, and then you can just work into your breath. Once you get into the breath work, you'll be able to actually feel a, an energetic pulse in your body. Um, and then you can actually start working with that energetic pulse inside of your body and try to increase it with the breaths. Um, and then you start spreading that into your entire, increasing it. So it's like a little ball. Um, I don't know if you, any of you guys watch Dragon Ball. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Yes, I'm going there. Um, <laughs> when he does that whole Kamehameha, you know, he has it in his hand. Well, you actually, you can have that ball, ball of lightning inside of your heart. 
Yeah. Um, and you start increasing it with your, uh, with your breath work. Um, it just does something to your body that you're just like, it literally readjusts. I feel like it just readjusts your whole DNA. That's how we, st- we can start healing our bodies. Um, that's how we start shedding, you know, and the more you shed, the more you, you figure out those, those dark moments, uh, and the more you write it out, that's the release, right? The release is that, that writing, dropping it on the paper, like get it out of your body. If you don't get it out of your body, uh, physically, it just sticks in your head. It just stays in your head. So journaling is a huge one because it is a physical form of releasing that negative energy. Um, and then positive he starts coming in and that's where your connection starts developing um that's where you actually start hearing more things seeing more things feeling more things so for those of you who are trying to get into mediumship um this is something that i'm going to i'm actually currently working on and hopefully i'll be you know be able to teach uh, a bunch of ladies uh, through the program that i'm creating right now so um yeah so if anyone wants to you know check uh, the spiritual healing mama page out um, i'm going to start dropping more nuggets in there and uh, help others connect to themselves and their own abilities because i i truly believe everyone has this, these abilities it's not i'm not i'm not special i just did the work <laughs> yeah yes no? right i don't want yeah, I, I'm not, I don't want people thinking like, oh, it's just her, because I was that person, so that's why I say that, because I used to always like, oh, I want to be a medium, like, that's so cool, like, how can a person be able to do that, that's amazing, like, I want that gift, like, you know, and as I continued shedding and releasing and doing my work and understanding, and just understanding, always come back to, like, you know what, I don't need to feel this way anymore, just always remember, like, you have control of today now, uh, that's where the present those are yes you went through shit you went through hell you went through all of that and i'm not you know i don't want you to think that i'm denying your feelings you're allowed to feel all those feelings fucking cry it out that's Mm -hmm. another physical physical uh form of releasing cry that shit out if you're someone that's been bottled up so much writing will help you cry it out start writing it feel the cry session like that's you're just literally just just get into it just fucking do the ugly cry like just do it like scream shout everything whatever the physical that comes out of you just do it and you're gonna feel 10 times better and you're gonna have such clarity when with that that you're you're the you know the magic is just gonna start moving you like a lot of times i used to always like oh what am i gonna do what am i gonna how am i gonna do this and it's just like stop asking those questions just do the work. Everything else is just going to come into place. Um, so I hope that, you know, through me sharing this and uh, I can help others uh, get into their own healing. Um, I only said a little bit of my story. I don't know if we have more time, but like. Uh, <laughs> another <laughs> I, podcast, I another episode. <laughs> so, yeah, like, um, you know, I've gone through a lot and. Uh, you know, I went through the, the 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 physical the physical abuse with my with my boyfriend. So from the age of fourteen to fifteen, I I I was stuck there, and I, obviously I turned to drinking, and that's when I started smoking pot. And uh, you know, I'm so grateful. I tested other things, and I'm so grateful that I never got into the other stuff. Um, but alcohol was a big one for me. Um, 
when I had my husband now, we got together at 19 and he was the one that really showed me the possibilities of someone truly loving you, um, you know, and I thankfully had this awareness and I said to myself, like, I can't continue with this pain anymore and trying to bury it with alcohol. Um, I need to talk to someone, you know, um, I'm a huge advocate for you to find counseling. Um, you know, it's counseling is huge, um, because you know, it's someone you don't know. Um, you know, we're always so we for some reason, and you know, like we feel this shame and this guilt when you've been abused, when, especially as a, you know, like in your child, like it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you're an adult, it's still not your fault. Um, so I don't want people to think that I'm saying if you're an adult, it's your fault because it's not your fault either. Um, you know, it's, it's there's lessons. Unfortunately, there are lessons, and sometimes we need to get uh, we need to get hit hard in life, not physically, but in life in general, in order for us to wake up. Um, so sometimes the universe does put us in situations as adults, as a child, you know, you don't have a, you don't have a say, you don't have but you know what, like the more I go into the soul thing, I mean, I feel like, no, I had to go through that in order for me to be who I am today. Um, so obviously, you know, it sucks that as a child that you went through the abuse, but there's a reason why I went through that. Like, and that's where I was able to get forgiveness. You know, we have soul contracts as fucked up as that is. It um, is, right? And that was, you know, like, and this is one of my soul contracts for me to have an awareness. Yeah. If I didn't go through that abuse, I probably wouldn't have had half this awareness that I have today. I probably wouldn't have this connection that I have today with spirit. Um, so how can I be mad or how can I still be upset when, if it wasn't because of what I went through as a child, I wouldn't be here today with my family in Costa Rica <laughs> with an amazing husband that, holy fuck, like he takes care of me. Like everything I've ever wanted in a man, he does for me. Like he is, and, you know, and he has his own things and he's working through them too. Like, so it's not just me working through them. It's, he's also working through them. Um, so he was the one that helped me start my journey. Um, and that's how I actually have PCOS, so, which is polycystic ovary syndrome. Um, and that I've had like over six doc- doctors tell me that I wouldn't be able to have children without help. So once I started getting sober, so I stopped drinking for like a good year. Like I didn't get drunk. I would have maybe in that year, uh, three times I had maybe three drinks. So I wasn't drunk. But I had three drinks, but I knew, I knew myself. And I'm like, you know what? It's been a year and I'm going to one day, I'm just going to be like, you know what? I haven't been drunk. So I'm just going to drink this bottle. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to tell. I'm going to put myself in counseling because I've been doing good right now with controlling it somewhat, you know, um, that I'm just going to make sure that I can continue being aware and on myself with someone with a, you know, I feel like uh, counseling is like an accountability, you know, having an accountability partner. So I went, I did that. Um, I, I started eating better. I, Oh, I, I was, mind you, I was 20, 22 and I've been, I got told that I had a fatty liver. 22 having a fatty liver and I'm like that's that's kind of bad you know (laughs) 
and uh, it could be it could it could be like alcohol related and like at the time I was just like my eating wasn't crazy so I'm like I really thought it's like oh my god like it must be the alcohol mm-hmm. um, and I'm so young so I really changed my eating habits um, and literally three months later I got my first miracle. <laughs> So that's where um, my daughter came in place. And then I, that's when I knew, okay, you know, there's something, something here with, you know, spiritual, spiritual, higher power, higher source, universe. Um, I'm like, I need to, I need to do something with this. And that's what got me into spirituality even more. Um, as a child, I actually always followed all religion. Um, I liked, I was, I was a weird kid. <laughs> so at eight years old. I actually started looking into the Bible, and then I went into Jehovah. I actually studied Jehovah's Witness for a few years as well. Um, and then, uh, as a teenager, around 15, 16, I started learning about Muslims, um, uh, in the, like the Quran. So I had a Muslim friend that I, I was working at 16. Oh, I didn't even finish. So at four, at 16, I got kicked out. Uh, my mom put me on the streets because I ended up uh, deporting her husband, her now husband. She ended up marrying him, and he was like physical with her. So, which was with me because obviously I was always fighting him uh, with her. Uh, the last straw was he pulled a knife out on me, and uh, like a big knife. So I call. I would always call the cops, and he would always get back in. So this was like the last one, and he got supported. So at sixteen, my mom said, "Okay, well, you you made grown up decisions. You can be a grown up and live on your own." Uh, my mom obviously regrets that now. Me and my mother have an amazing relationship now. She has her own trauma that she went through um, that obviously didn't allow her to think straight mm-hmm. at that time. Um, so if you are wondering, yes, me and my mother, um, we have an amazing relationship now. Like I couldn't even imagine my life without her. Um, and I've been actually, through my healing, I've been able to help her heal, which yeah. is the, the best gift um, that anyone can and, and, and I wasn't even giving because it was just me giving to myself. Yeah. So if that's, you know, the best gift is to yourself, you put yourself in that healing process, that energy, that frequency that you're going to start expelling from your own body to those around you is you don't even realize. So that's why no asking questions, do the work, dig into yourself and all those people that are supposed to be in your life will stay. Even if they leave for a little bit, I can guarantee they will maybe find their way back and they will probably be in a much better place than they were when you first had to let them go. Some come back to see if you, if you've learned the lessons and you know, when you see that, that, that energy is aligning with your own, that's when you know you, you've, uh, you've learned the lessons, which is boundaries. You know, that's a big, that's a huge one is the boundaries. Um, so with my mother, I, uh, my husband, I got with him at 19. We ended up moving together right away. And I went to counseling um, because I noticed that I was binge drinking. Um, and I couldn't, I couldn't give up. I couldn't put my shit on my husband and expect him to stick around. And because of me, because I had enough. I had my my first child, and then that put me into um, more more deeper into my connection, and um, I ended up uh, finding.
finding like other people that were going through it and uh, my connection with spirits started getting uh, deeper um he has actually his own connections too so him feeling things and being freaked out all he's afraid of it <laughs> so, him, so him getting like freaked out about it and i'm just like oh there's something here then like i'm not the yeah. only one like we grew up thinking like you know that's oh, don't get into it that's dark magic that's you're, yeah. you're gonna let the demons in and all this stuff so that's what got me into learning about religion um that's how i found wayne dyer um, so if there's a book that you guys do want to get into to learn about is the book of the Tao by Lao Lapsu. <laughs> I think I just, uh, but he's amazing. Um, that book is before the Bible. This book was written before the Bible. Uh, this book is about not attaching ourselves to any labels. Uh, this book talks about as soon as you give something a label, is no, it, it is no longer valid because now you've created an expectation for this thing. Yeah. Uh, that's what kills everything is our expectations. There's no, um, you know, there you can't really have an expectation when there's so many of us and we all have our own points of view. Like everything is the way it should be as is put up. Um, and the more we realize that, the more we can let go of what we expect. You know, this is where the pain and the hurt comes in place because we have an expectation of how our mothers should be, how our father should have been, how my boyfriend should be, and how, you know, my life should be. And this is where the depression comes in because you have this expectation of the school system telling you what it's supposed to be. Yeah. You know, it always comes back to that. And of course, TV, you know, the TV is freaking all these shows and now you know now there's like so many things that you want to celebrate and social media you know as beautiful it is having this tool because of the connections that you can have you know like i'm so grateful for it because i would have never met you (laughs) but at the same time if you're not careful um you can go into a really really dark place with it because now you're basing your your life and then other people's lives off of pictures that literally took a second uh you're literally just seeing a second of that because before that picture they were probably like you know chewing each other's head off and stuff and then they put this amazing picture together now you're like i wish my husband you know was like this and look at the beautiful uh you know like my husband hates taking pictures you know like we all we all go through it and i I used to say like babe why don't you want to take pictures with me like look at all these people having their relationships on the on instagram look at cute people i just want a picture with my husband and he's just like so he's like they probably were like beating each other up before that (laughs) he's like victoria our relationship is pure it's good we don't need to show it to anyone i'm like yeah you're right you know we all do it i'm not perfect and that's why i have my i'm not perfect uh, this is the practice. This is the this is the the journey. It's learning how to catch yourself when you go into these uh, these spirals, right? Of of your ego. Of it's not enough, or you need more. You want more, you know. And it's like we do have a good relationship. So why do I care if I post a picture of us <laughs> or 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 you know of the family or whatever? Um, so he um, he was a big uh, big part of my of my healing and um, his connection helped me connect deeper with my own connection and his actually great 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 grandfather was the one that tapped into me he took over my body uh this was the first time i had someone actually 
go into my body. Um, I couldn't move. Like, my whole body was vibrating. And he's like, what the hell is going on? Because um, my husband's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, I can't move. Because I didn't, um, I've been told from other people, like, I shouldn't give him messages just because he probably won't receive them properly because I'm his wife. <laughs> and yeah. also, just, like, the whole... It's, it's, it's a really iffy thing because you know personal things and, you know, you don't want to be putting your own thoughts of how he should be because of based on your relationship with them, right? Mm-hmm. So that could, like, you know, some women can use that as, like, oh, well, this is what, you know, and try to, like, manipulate yeah, their for partner sure. or friends, right? So um, I try to stay away from, like, close family um, and, like, obviously my partner because I don't want them to think that and... I just, it's just too much. I, I think it's just too much because I know my feelings could get involved. So I just rather not. Mm-hmm. But this time it was just not happening. Um, he had a dream of a man and um, the dream he had Friday, Saturday, his random cousin messaged me. This random cousin, sorry. Because like we don't, we, he has several cousins, but like I've never talked to this one specifically. And she just found me on Facebook and she's like, hey, um, I know you don't know me, but like uh, I'm with uh, my cousin's cousin. And like uh, she, she's like, I was doing our hair, uh, like our family heritage, looking through their family heritage. And she's like, I came across this picture. He would be one of our great, 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 great grandfathers. Um, but he looked so much like, uh, my husband's father and she's like I just thought that maybe I'd share it with you and I'm like and he shares the picture and I showed my husband and his face just like as soon as he acknowledged like he didn't verbally acknowledge it he just like his his mind acknowledged that that was the man in his dream my body went into shock my body was just taken over by this massive energy like oh my god I, I felt spirit before but never like this obviously because he was like in me or maybe he was just close to me i just felt like he took over my whole entire body i could not move and he was like tell him tell him tell him tell him and i'm just like no 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 no, i don't want to say nothing in my head i'm obviously having this conversation (laughs) he's like you need to let him know you need to let him know i'm here and i'm here for him um because my husband's been going through some of his own stuff and I'm like, no, 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 I can't. He's not going to believe me. He's going to think I'm crazy. Like, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this. And he's like, the, the, his energy would just get more intense. Yeah. So my, I was literally cramping. My body was cramping. And I'm just like, oh my God. And I was like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I can't move. I'm like, I can't move. And he's like, why? I'm like, that's your great grandfather. He's like, the one in your dream was your great grandfather. He's like, do you think so? I'm like, no, he's like, no. He's like, maybe it's not him. Like, my husband always tries to, like, brush it off. Yeah. <laughs> but he knew it was him. Um, hat is the hat that he was wearing. He's like, no. He's like, no, I know it's him. I'm like, it was him. He's like, are you sure? Maybe. I'm like, waiting. Like, it was him. He's here right now. He's making me feel him. Like, I can't even move. I'm, like, trying to show him, but I couldn't even lift my arm. <laughs> he's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, He's in me. I'm like, I don't know. He's touching me. He's like making me feel all these things that he just wants you to know. Wants you to know that he's here. He's with you all the time. That you're always in here. Like maybe you're you keep saying that you feel alone. Like he just wants you to know that you're not alone. That any single time that you want to like you're looking for someone, just 
just let he wants you to know that he's there guiding you with you yeah, i'm like i'm like you're always looking for like a friend of ours that passed away uh, his name is michael and he always looks for him because he's like oh i know he's with me he never thought like family members he never thought of anyone um he's not close to his family so so I'm like, tell you, I'm like, he just wants you to know that sometimes, like, he's not able to be there, but he's always with you. And he's been giving him signs before. He just was denying it. Um, mm-hmm. He saw, felt something walking from the side door into the washroom. He felt the gust of wind, everything. No doors, no windows. Alone. I'm like, he wants you to know that that was him. He's been trying to get your attention, but you keep ignoring him. I'm like, he just wants you to acknowledge him. Like, let him know that it's him, that it's him with you all the time and that he doesn't want you to feel alone anymore and as soon as he's like okay okay i will i get it i get it as soon as he like understood i guess he feels you know spirit feel your energy so he had not actually acknowledged it this time he let go of me and i was just like oh my god i was like on this amazing high for like two weeks <laughs> i feel that um, I was like, yeah, like, I even felt, feel it now, right now. Actually, like, I just, like, he lit a fire in my ass. Like, I was like, holy shit. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, and, like, oh, I feel like he just, like, was here or something, too, because I haven't been feeling his energy for a bit. I've been searching for it because for two weeks I felt it, and I literally had to run every day. I'm not even a runner. <laughs> I had to go for a run every day. I was like, well, that's one way to freaking put you in shape. Uh, just tapping into energy. I was like, unlimited energy. And I had to, uh, I started doing, um, that's how I did my group. Uh, so this is what I started doing other things with my other business. Um, I, I, uh, so I have another business, which is Michael and Violet. Um, it's a mommy baby brand with organic, natural. I release men is having a good connection with our bodies. Our um, our bodies is definitely a vessel, and how you feed it will determine your connection as well with spirit. Um, I know for me personally, that was when. Um, my connection with spirit increased. Um, I was drinking a gallon. Like now I'm not drinking a gallon. I drink like about nine cups, but I was drinking a gallon plus of water. So up to even like 20, 22 cups of water in between 17 to 22 cups of water. And like, like that energy that I was holding was like stable. And as soon as like, I find it's the water intake that really, really holds part like just beautifully in your body obviously you know it's water where water like energy flows in water um so if you're someone that's trying to connect water will be a big 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 tool to add into your um into your practices your daily practices and of course of course like the greens you know the um i still eat chicken i know there's some people out there saying get rid of me completely um this is where i say you know you follow your own gut uh, because my husband's pretty connected and uh he eats red meat like a freaking wolf like i don't even know what to call him like he's like a hyena you know like he's like non-stop with red meat 
And there's people out there like, oh, you're this and you're that and you read meat, red meat. And I'm like, I'm sorry if you're a vegan. And like, you know, uh, I feel like everything is balanced. Yes, I understand the movement. Yes, the way we are, you know, growing our cows and pigs and all that isn't the right way. Um, but I don't believe that you have to fully cut out meat. I think uh, balance, balance the key, you know. And like I said, you've got to follow your own, you got your own, your own thing. Whatever works for you, works for you and may not work for me. So I'm a chicken person. I love chicken. Um, so I still eat my chicken. And I don't feel like that made that, you know, that didn't change my connection with spirit. Yeah, exactly. I think water changed my connection with spirit. Water was the big, big, big one. Um, and supplements. I do take supplements because no matter how much um, good, like, our, our diet could be, like, we could be, like, even vegans and vegetarians aren't fully healthy. Um, it's about, uh, you know, I'm, I read a lot about the gut health. And um, the one of the doctors that I follow, he says having variety. Um, so a lot of, you know, vegetarians stick with the same vegetables and that's it, but you're missing out on so many others. So if you can move around your, your, your intake, the variety of what you're eating, of your fruits and fruits, that's where your gut is most happy uh, because you have all your micro, micro, oh, your microbiome, your microbiome, all the, all your little friends in there. There's so many of them that, um, if you only feed it, like, let you know, these 10 things and these other ones are missing out. So he actually suggests 30 different varieties. So if you can change it, if you can have different, uh, 30 different uh, types of food, uh, veggies and uh, fruits um, a week, like, your gut will be the most happy. It will work better with you. Um, so, uh that's my uh, one of my other suggestions is uh, your water for sure, um, and of, of course portion. You know? So um, my Michael and Violet um, will be touching more into like the health aspects for supplements because, like I said, we don't have enough. You know, um, COVID is taking on a lot of people that are very low on vitamin D. Uh, we're working all day long. We're never outside. Um, so how are we getting our vitamin D? We're not. You know, so supplementing on vitamin D is a big one. Magnesium, very, no one talks about magnesium at all. Um, but magnesium, like for me, is like God. Because <laughs> it just filters my body so nicely and um, you're able to like clean out proper and yeah, like you're able to really like just filter everything out of you with magnesium. <laughs> um, uh, so I I love taking magnesium. Uh, amazing for energy and um, you know just trying to get into more of the natural stuff, natural supplements, which is what my that company will be uh, doing more of. Um, so hopefully with the two, you know, I'm able to help people align with their own source and with their bodies because it is all about mind body and soul um so those are the things that i'm really looking at and paying attention to so we can um just combine the two worlds you know we're mediums for a reason yeah um we are the middle person you know frozen too made me fall my eyes out when she <laughs> when she is me i'm outside <laughs> because we're really 
just having knowing that we have that support behind us we have our our team our guides um always there helping us rooting us on uh, you you will never feel alone um, you know and that's what this world i feel like maybe why they push away the spirituality why they show you all these movies and um to be afraid because fear only brings uh, allows the bad ones in yeah. uh, once you're not afraid it can't even come near you legit they won't even t- try to come near you um you know you literally once you tap into your own source you are a mirror and anyone that tries to hex you or try to give you the evil eye or whatever it will just go back to them because yeah. you're connected to your own source at that point that no one can that fear is what disconnects you so when you're fearful that just you are literally opening up the door that's why we have so many scary movies that's why we uh, it's all about we you know scary Ouija boards and um because they want to keep you afraid that's the program of this government because uh, they do magic themselves uh, if mm-hmm. you look at it really pull yourself outside of it and you'll see that they do magic all these you know these concerts all these uh they're harvesting energy they're harvesting energy right now with COVID. they're just sucking up all that fear yeah that's literally sure. what we're what they're doing with fear is they 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 live off of fear because they're bad this this that this one percent is the bad uh frequency that we're we're trying to uh we're trying to to I can't even say eliminate because <laughs> you need some of that, you know, yeah. like it's messed up, but we need to have some sort of um, darkness in order for us to find our light. Um, so but right now they're a little too much. So this is where we come in. Um, so helping other women tap into their own source and their own mediumship. These motherfuckers don't stand a chance. Okay. <laughs> like, you know, uh, the more we tap into ourselves and our bodies, they and it, I, I feel like it's already happening. Um, a lot of people, even you know, with this shot, even the ones that say, you know what, I took the shot, and what the hell? Now I still like Ontario. I'm from Ontario, and they're in lockdown. So all those people that did their part and took the shot are still now not able to to do their own at regular day lives. Yep. I mean, obviously, because they're trying to do, they're trying to push them to, against the people that don't want to be vaccinated. Um, but if we can see that ahead of time, they're not going to, and people already see it. And that's the thing that it, it really, I, I believe that it backfired. Um, I, I see a lot of people that don't support this division. Um, you know, they try to do it with color, like black and white. Um, you know, all white people are racist. Like, I'm sorry, but I, I'm married to a, a Caucasian man. Um, you can't tell my kids that all white people are racist or a certain group of people are racist because, like, they have both sides. And um, we're in a time to, I, I can't even believe that's still a thing. It is a thing. I'm not going to say it's not a thing, but, um, you know, it, it's sad because we all are humans at the end of the day. That's why spirituality is such a beautiful thing because we're all we're all energy, really. Mm-hmm. So this is why I talked about like you know uh, aliens because yes, even that's another division now. Like oh, I'm from this side or I'm from this solar system, and it's just like oh, we're trying to take over the these reptilians, these draconians. Well, like I'm sorry, but we're all we all have uh, reptilian in us, uh, so we're kind of part draconian as well. Like go into your blood, blood work. 
So if you really look into the blood, we're all mixed. Yeah. <laughs> we're all mixed. Yeah. We all have savings. So <laughs> when it comes down to it, we are source. Let's get rid of the physical. Let's look at the energy part. We are all energy and we all come from the same source. Mm-hmm. Just riding different frequencies. That's all it is, really. We're riding different frequencies. And the more we realize we're just energy riding different frequencies, we're able to jump frequencies. Yeah. We're jump We're able to, yes, you know, we're able to ride whichever frequency we want with this awareness now. And, you know, with people that have money blocks, money is a frequency. Uh, you know, that's why they say, oh, money is the root of all evil. No, people, certain people is the root of all evil. And unfortunately, some people have money. That doesn't mean money itself is evil because with money, if you're a good person, you could do so much. You can help with so many things. Um, so just remember that we are energy at the end of the day. And we're just riding different waves. And you can change your wave whenever the hell you want. And, you know, and you can just remember that your intention. So if you're doing something because you think karma is going to give you something back, your intentions aren't pure. I feel there's a lot of people doing good things so they can have good karma. You know, that's an energy. That energy right there is just you're looking out for yourself still. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not really doing something good um, because you're, you're actually looking for a good outcome. So do something good because you want to do something good. Yeah. Period. Inspired. Help because being, you want to help. being inspired. inspired. Like, yeah, yeah, just help because you want to help. You know, because you know that you were in a hole one day and now you're not. And now with your story, you can help someone else get out of their hole. Um, and the more we share our stories, the more we're we're lifting each other up. Because I don't tell my story to feel pity, but to help help you understand that I was able to lift myself up from that darkness, and you can too. Um, and you know, I don't want people to think like, "Oh, well, mine's not that bad," and feel guilty that you have a, you know, like you're, you're feeling this way now. You feel guilty. That's a huge one, you know. Um, as women, I mean, guys too, but moms and women, we always get into this guilt. Yeah. Stop. We don't need to feel guilty anymore. We can just be and just acknowledge it, understand it, say, you know what, this is no longer me. Any chance to do that? Wow, I've been talking forever. <laughs> it's all right, but I was gonna say to what you just said, it's like one of those energies where you just gotta feel it. You gotta feel it. Feel your way through it. Uh, you know, honor it. Feeling it is honoring it. When 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 you're honoring your feelings, you're just allowing yourself to feel that way. And without judgment, without shame, just letting yourself feel however you, you're feeling. And it's all valid. Every single person, every single experience, you're experiencing it for a reason and it is valid. Even, even in the darkness, even these people are experiencing, they may not learn the lesson in the darkness, but they're experiencing it for a reason. And when you can go within, you can change. That's when you're empowering the shadow to, you know, shift it, shift the perspective into um, alignment with with balance. So I want to thank you for for joining me uh, on this podcast and sharing your story. It's been, uh, you know, 
a lot of information at me and the listeners, and I love it. So I, I hope everyone gets to, you know, re-listen and uh, digest those truths because they were abundant and amazing. Uh, and I absolutely resonate with everything that you said today. Uh, so thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, I I have a lot of information. I can keep going and going and going. Um, it's just it's just what it is, you know. Like um, just allow yourself to just be and feel and let everything just flow. You know? um, stop fighting it anymore. The more you stop fighting it, the better it, the better it gets. You know, it's not a, like I said. It's not about avoiding, allowing, honoring it, and then just move forward. That's it. You have a down day. You have a down day. Tomorrow we can start again. Just sit there and watch your TV or listen to music. Music is the best medicine. You know, put on a comedy show and then just uh, flow again. We are the river. Um, I feel like that's why a lot of people are called to the water because we are literally the river.